everybody. I am Dana Galanti from the Source LGBT Plus Center. Welcome to Transistor Radio with Kelly and Dana. Hey everybody. In today's episode, we wrap up our living room conversation and we talk about, we discuss transmilitary ban and what that would look like if it was enacted. And we introduce a brand new feature called Ask a Trans Person. We hope you enjoy the show. Again, reading in the advocate. Here's how you can fight back against the trans military ban. This so just pisses me off. Trans military ban. Thing. I heard that, that that another court went ahead and, and like stopped it from going into effect. No? Um, earlier this year, 5-4 order from the Supreme Court was delivered and created the runway for Trump's trans military ban to potentially go into effect. The new police the new policy that was signed by the Pentagon last week and then immediately halted, could block trans people from enlisting. And with the exceptions of those already serving, oh, I bet they feel safe and... Oh, yeah. So really great about that. Yeah. Force everyone to serve in accordance with the sex they were assigned at birth. That is so fucked. With the military being the largest transgender employer. What? According to the National Center for Transgender Equality, there are about 15,000 trans folks serving... And 134,000 trans veterans. Wow. Wow. I'm curious. I Those wonder what the size of the military numbers. is. Anyways, well, because oh, you think 15,000. Right. Like, people are like, percentage? oh my God, well, no wonder it's such a huge issue. Right. No wonder we need to go ahead and ban transgender people from the military because if every single 15,000 people need to go ahead and have complete gender reassignment surgery, and I've heard that oh, gender right. reassignment yeah. you know, procedures, if you include electrolysis and every last right. little thing, you're talking like $100,000. Yeah. You know, for a transition. So then you have 15,000. So 15,000 times 100,000. Well, then no wonder. Right. So it seems like a lot. Yeah. But But what's the percentage of that? What percent of the military is Uh it? I mean, they go ahead and they say it's the largest employer. And I do know that many trans people do go into the military. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of trans women are trying to go ahead and prove, you know, that they're actually very, very masculine. Mm -hmm. They're this big man. So they go ahead and go there. And for trans men, it's an easy way, an easy avenue to be socially go into a a role that's traditionally been for men. And so you can go be that man, Mm -hmm. even though maybe you're not transitioning and such yeah. and whatnot you know so i could see it but um still when you're only 0.3 percent of the population right yeah i'm curious now what you know because you can go ahead sit there and say okay well you can go 0.3 you can say well 0.6 well you doubled it mm-hmm. well now it's doubled the right. you know the the, the, okay. the standard overall trans population look up the number of people serving in the what are, how do they put it in the military yeah i guess so is that what you look up? Yep, the military. So that's what they, according to the National Center, da, 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 the military is the largest transgender employer. Okay. But, but we still don't know how many people. Well, let's like over, overall. Let's find um, out in trans and yeah. not not just trans and in the military, but you know what is the actual number what's of people? Number, uh, right. So then we can. What's the actual out number of people? Percentage. Like how many people <laughs> are in the military currently? So there's a, this, these people did a documentary called Trans Military. Okay. Well, see, I just looked up. There's like 2 million people. 2 million. There are um, 1,200,000 um, active uh, service members uh, with an additional 800,000 people in the reserves. So you're talking 2%. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, two, 2 million people. So what? 
You do 15,000 divided by... So, okay. Two million. Wait, the two million people was veterans also? Um, no, those are reserve. Oh, okay. Um, um, so let, here, so here's a calculator. You're the math teacher. I Apparently, I'm supposed to be the math teacher. So we have 15,000, <laughs> uh-huh. right? 15,000 yep. trans people divided by um, two, two million. million people actually in the military. And that gives you a decimal number. And so you take your uh-huh. decimal number and you multiply <laughs> it times a hundred. And then you get your percent and you're talking 0.75% of the military. That's huge. 0.75% of the military is... Okay, so 90... So that's so more 99, than double the Yeah, but percentage. 99.25% of the military is not trans, and right. yet we cannot We're go ahead and get transgender about this. Yeah, yeah. in the military. Right. It's, it's in the news all the time. But like you said, that's still double... That's more double. Than double. More than double the population. Yep. Hmm. More than double the average population. But it is still insignificant, especially when you go ahead and look at it in terms of the care. Because even if all of those mm-hmm. people went ahead and actually transitioned, if you go ahead and look at uh, current military budget. Oh, God. Um, so the current military billion. budget, $576 billion. Billion. $576 I mean, these are become such huge numbers that most people can't even go ahead and comprehend. Yeah. You know what it is, but what was that stupid math problem that I said before? That if you have if you have fifteen thousand, uh-huh. fifteen thousand people 000. that each have a hundred thousand dollars in cost, right? Right. Yep. Okay, so we can go ahead and do some stupid math. Um, so you have you take fifteen. You have a hundred thousand, and then that's times uh, fifteen thousand, right? So then you get a fifteen, and you get one, two, three, four, five, six zeros. Uh, six zeros and then uh, yeah ten and then two more so you have one five one two three four five six seven eight one two three comma one two three comma (laughs) one two three comma so then do you know the comma names no the first comma's name is thousand so then the second comma's name is million so then the third comma's name is billion Billion. okay so then what you have now is that if all fifteen thousand current trans military members uh-huh. receive $100,000 worth of transition-related care, which is absurd. Which is a huge it, number. That's absurd. Yes. That is an absurd number. Right. Then it will cost the military $1,500,000,000, which sounds like a huge amount of money, right? right? So now you go ahead and you say, okay, but see the budget, current, current military budget is $576 billion. So you take five hundred seventy-six billion and you divide it by one uh, one point five billion, and you end up getting um, a number that is not the correct correct number. Sorry, backwards. One point five. Uh, it's got to be one point five billion divided by the five hundred seventy-six because it's the part to the whole, which I always go ahead and forget. So then you go ahead and you multiply that by a hundred to go ahead and actually get your percent, and then you go ahead and get. Point two. Point two. Okay, so then what we're talking then? And we're I talking think it's stupid very numbers safe here. To say though that even fifty thousand dollars per person is a huge number. Yeah. So even though we can go ahead to there and say that's that zero point seven five percent of the mm-hmm. military is transgender, that if all fifteen thousand of those service members went ahead and um, actually received a hundred thousand dollars worth of transition related care it would only amount to 0.2% of the overall military spending. Right. And you know they're losing that amount of money anyways in there. Oh, God, 
yes, because we're talking about people that pay like what, stuff. like a thousand dollars for a pen right. or you know whatever right. it is, you know. So eight thousand dollars for a bolt. That's um, yeah. So I just think that it's a focus point for conservative discussions, right? You know, and so it is a it's a way to go ahead and to rile people's emotionality yep. up. Yep. By going ahead and vilifying mm-hmm. an entire group of people right. just purely out of ignorance. And so since so many people are ignorant on trans issues, then we go ahead and have a president who goes ahead and says, well, I don't want them talking about me and my golf or me and my ignorance about right. anything. I want them fighting over mm-hmm. stuff that is just really small and distraction, absolutely distraction, irrelevant. Distraction. You know, Yeah. Yeah. And so then, hey, let's go ahead and talk about how horrible transgender people are. Yep. Yeah. And so we're obvious, you know, easy villains mm-hmm. and we're easy targets because there's hardly any because of us. Because there's you know, three, yeah. zero, three percent of the population. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's really easy to go ahead and to vilify us. And then it just takes the attention off of everything else. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Right. So totally. Oh, fuck that guy. So do you want to talk about more news, or do you want to talk about um, questions that you else. should not ask trans people? Yeah, let's do that. Is it time for questions that you should not ask trans people? Yes. Um, let's do it. I suppose I don't even need my little pamphlets here to go ahead and know. Right. Um, question number one. And question number one, to not ask a trans person. Let me guess. What is in their pants? Yep. There you go. That's what you shouldn't mm-hmm. ask trans people. Right. However... You can feel free to ask me that question all the time because I find it absolutely hilarious that people are so interested to know what's in my pants because, like, for most of my life, mm-hmm. nobody cared. Right. Nobody cared what was in my right. pants, you know. But right. now that I'm trans, yeah, everybody wants to go ahead and to know um, that is, what's in my pants. Yeah, that's my general rule of thumb when people ask me that question is not asking me what's in my pants because no one cares. Um <laughs> Because it's assumed I mean, what's in your pants. Some people do, but you know. Yeah, yeah. You pass. You pass really well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when people say, "Well, what can you ask? What can you not?" If you wouldn't ask a cis person this question, don't ask a trans person this question. Yeah. So I would agree. That kind of rules out a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stupid things. Yeah. That's definitely why you should not go ahead and, right. and ask you know that question. I think it's a really brilliant idea and brilliant argument. Yeah. You know, if you're not going to ask anybody else, then why are you going to go right. and ask this person? Right. Why, why are you What makes about it? it, you know, so darn special? I do think it's it's interesting, though, to how, how we believe as a society that mm-hmm. um, people are born with either mm-hmm. a penis or a vagina. Mm-hmm. And so that's all that we have. Right. We only have penises and we only have vaginas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know what, people, There's you really need to broaden, you know, yeah, broaden your education there because... Intersex people. It's not always quite so clear. And I think that I brought up intersex people one time in a discussion I was having with somebody about transgender issues. And they said, intersex people are not transgender. And I was like, whoa, okay, well, yeah, whatever. However, they do go ahead and pose a very fascinating look at gender. Because typically what happens with an intersex person, at least it has in the past, they are told, you pick. Yeah. And more often or than not. not even given a chance to yeah, pick. The not doctors even given a just go, mm, well, we're just going to clip this thing off. Yep. That's exactly right. Because mm-hmm. more often than not, what's it easier to turn an infant into? Yeah. Well, something that appears more traditionally it's female. to cut stuff off than it, it is to add stuff. It is far easier to go ahead and, and to cut stuff. It made me go ahead and makes me think about Dr. John Money. And David Raymer. 
Who's that? Uh, Dr. John Money is a prominent um, gender psychologist mm-hmm. back in, I don't know, back in the olden days, back when we grew up. John when Money? When we were children. John Money. Um, John Money. And yeah, my, I, I kind of just came up recently because my friend Jessica Lynn, mm-hmm. I saw her speak. And during her presentation, she said, yeah, when I was five years old, my parents were going to go ahead and transition me. Really? Yeah. And so, because they had their parents, her parents had a bit of knowledge about mm-hmm. gender diversity. They were going to um, transition her when she was five years old, except for that um, she was taken to Dr. Dr. John Money. Mm-hmm. And Dr. John Money said, no, 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 no. The answer to, oh to a transgender child is that you must immerse them in the gender with which they were born with. Oh, so again, um, this person has a penis. So mm-hmm. since they have a penis, then they must be raised this way. Mm-hmm. Then that's what Jessica's parents did. And they went ahead and followed. John Money is a psychologist who uh, David Raymer and David's twin were taken to when David was really, really young. Because what happened was that David and his brother were taken to a doctor for a circumcision. Mm-hmm. And David went first uh, for the circumcision, and the circumcision went poorly. So How poorly. Old was he? I don't know, very young, but like. But the parents, not a like, baby. I don't think he was a baby. I don't know exactly how old he was, but he was young. He was really young, but I don't think it was... It wasn't like at birth. It wasn't like seven days after birth or something like that. The parents were complaining because the boys were suffering from some type of a medical issue. I forget what the medical issue was. The recommendation was circumcision. Okay. And so then David went first, and and then the procedure that the doctor used was a cauterization um, method. And so basically they burned off the skin... But with David, they mistakenly burned away the vast majority of his penis oh my God. to the point to where it was it was unusable anymore. Oh. And so then Dr. Money said, oh, well, that's easy. We'll go ahead and have a, a gender change operation. Think of a girl? Yeah. Oh, my God. And so then we will make him physically into female and you will raise him as female and you will never tell him. Oh, my God. What happened? Oh my God. And so there's lots of controversy surrounding the story. So it's kind of, you know, challenging to bring up because Dr. John Money was a wackadoo. Mm-hmm. Sounds and, like it. And um, David was, David and, and his brother were required to continue seeing Dr. John Money as their psychologist up until they were about age 14, at which David said, I will not go back there because reportedly a variety of like really weird things were happening. Like Dr. Money was making them assume gender roles, like in terms of like sex with like their clothes on and I don't know, mm-hmm. all kinds of weird shit. I wonder if he was using them because the, uh, they were twins, right? Yeah. So he was kind of so, using them as an experiment I mean, to go ahead and to see. That's a scientific experiment yeah, that's exactly, right Yeah, that's exactly right. A- so anyway, so David was told what happened to him as an infant when he was 14 years old. Oh my And God. he very shortly then transitioned back uh-huh. to male and unfortunately continued to struggle throughout most of his life and ended up killing himself oh, when he was um, 38 years old. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, and it is, um, it is, it's often brought up as a story of this is what happens right. when you force somebody yeah. to go ahead and to live a gender uh-huh. life that, that, that's incongruent, you know, with who they are, that you can't just tell somebody what gender that they are based upon what's in their pants. Right. It's not easy, as Dr. Money said. No. You know, you can't just, you can't just go ahead and, um, what is it, nature versus nurture? Yeah. And it was this idea that if you just raise them right, right, if you had just had the right color in Lucas's room, 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> that blue nursery all along. Damn it. I have no idea how we got on this point, you know, about uh, the question. And the question uh, was, should you ask about what somebody, what's in somebody's pants? And I think that the answer really is, oh, I know why I've got this. Because <coughs> intersex people. Because right. you can't just assume... That anybody has anything right in, in their pants. I mean, yeah. I, it's it's so it's so fascinating because I've heard of women who have maybe say different than your average parts. Yeah, you know, and I don't know how graphic we want to go ahead and be on I our mean, podcast I don't care. Um, or not. You but they like have very large clitorises. No, they have like very la- enlarged labia. Oh, okay. Okay, uh-huh. to where when they put on a bathing suit, that it looks like they have a little something oh. something extra okay. going on in there and then I've heard of them other girls going ahead and teasing them you know like what do you you know what do you have in your pants do you have a penis yeah. you know in there because apparently they're you know too big and such or whatever and right. so then they show like their girlfriends and they're like oh my god you're you know your vagina's broken you know because this that, the other it doesn't like, look like mine yeah because it doesn't look like yeah. mine and so the idea that you have to go ahead and have this really neat and tidy and tucked up there right. you know labia you mm-hmm. know so that your vulva looks all smooth uh-huh. and cute <laughs> and that if you have you know large labia well then you have must have a loose vagina right and so you must be a woman of loose morals right you, you know so you don't you, yeah so you don't have the right thing so I don't know people are constantly judging people by what's in their pants but I mean you really really can't um, go ahead and judge somebody by what's in Absolutely their pants not. You, you you have an idea and you have an assumption mm-hmm. you know about how things are but you don't know until you're mm-hmm. until you're face to face with it right. you know that's right. when you go ahead and you, and you know right and it's really no one's business. Um, no. It's really it, not. It really isn't. Because it really shouldn't matter. It doesn't. It shouldn't make a right. difference. That's the biggest um, thing, I You think. know, for how you treat somebody, treat another human right. being. Right. You know, we don't treat people based upon what genitals they have. Right. At least you shouldn't go ahead you and treat shouldn't. somebody, yeah. you know, based upon what genitals that you think that they go ahead and have. Yeah. I'm going to be really nice to this person because I'm really sure that they have a vagina. Right. You know, and vagina holders. Well, they, ha- they have my Vagina holders. <laughs> Uh huh. Okay, what's question number two? Oh my goodness. Let me see. Uh, uh, so we can do an easy question. Uh, what does cis mean? That's something you're not supposed to ask trans people? What does it mean to be cis sexist? Cis sexist? <laughs> well, I don't know. Cis-sexist. What is that? Cis sexist? Uh huh. I haven't heard of cis sexist. I can guess. But... Where I fear cis sexism. Is as a lesbian partner of a trans woman, I fear that I won't be seen as a real lesbian on account of the fact that I'm not with a real woman. Oh, you haven't encountered this yet? Huh. Oh, I've gone ahead and encountered this. I mean, no, I, yeah, I didn't know what it, it was called, cis-sexism. Though. I've never heard that word before in my life. It's very, it's a mouthful, for sure. No, but it is an interesting thing, because it's like, um, I had a student one time that went ahead and, and came up to me. She was really super nice and super shy and super polite, and she was like, Mrs. Denethorn, I have a question for you, and I don't know if it's appropriate or not. And I was like, okay, well, you can ask me just about, you know, any mm-hmm. question, and, right. and if it's not appropriate, I'll let you know it's not appropriate, and yeah. I'm not going to answer that, but I'll answer most of your questions. And so then she said, okay, so you're a woman. I said, yes. And she said, so your wife's a woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. So does that make you both lesbians? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, yeah, it does. And uh, the answer is actually, you know, more complex than that in that I'm a lesbian. Yeah. um, In that I'm only interested in women Mm -hmm. um, and being a woman. If I'm only interested in women, then that makes me a lesbian. Right. My wife likes to consider herself um, as bisexual. Um, So both male and female. People are like, so then you're pansexual she's like you know what i'm not all new agey uh, like that yeah. okay you know it's just 
Whatever. All right. So wherever you want to go ahead and go with that. Um, so, however, point B, I've explained this story to several people. And when I get to the part where I'm like, and so I'm a lesbian, the people are like, oh, well, it's a bit more complex than that. What and does it's that like, mean? well, um. Because you're not a real lesbian, what they're saying? Because I'm not a real woman. Because I'm not a real woman, then I can't actually go ahead and be a lesbian. Mm. Because a lesbian... What is a lesbian? A lesbian is somebody that has a vagina. It's a vagina that likes another vagina. vagina And so if we just go ahead and reduce people down to their genitals, you know? It's so funny, too, because it's like most people are like... Yeah, look at it. There's a vagina. It's like, you're not seeing a vagina. You're seeing the you're mm. seeing the vulva, all right? You're not seeing a vagina, right. you know? Right. However, that's what we go ahead and reference it. So, but I think that that's what people's, in people's minds, is that it's like, oh, you're gay. Oh, okay, I get it. Penis to penis, you know? And that, right. oh, so you can have penis to butt. Okay, so, okay, you can have penis to mouth. Okay, I, I understand that. You know, so mm-hmm. then, but I suppose that if you're a trans woman, especially if you're a trans woman that hasn't had the surgery, mm-hmm. well, then... Are you really a lesbian? So huh. I guess that that's what you know it means to be cis sexist. Okay. All you right. know, so it's I kind of a yeah. kind of a, a slight towards trans women. Yeah, and I have come across that a lot in that people don't understand that you can transition and be gay at the same time. Huh? People automatically assume if you're transitioning to a woman, a woman, a woman, <laughs> um, that you like men Mm -hmm. and it's very confusing for them to wrap their head around the fact oh i got that oh no i'm a woman but i like women yeah well why are you transitioning well that has one has nothing to do with the other Oh yeah that was probably gender one is sex that was probably the number one question that i got when i first started coming out to people i i mean i got people Mm -hmm. straight up they were like you know you don't have to go ahead and transition it's okay to be gay you can just go ahead and you can just like men i'm like but i don't like men right they're looking at me like I've got a third head or yeah. something or whatever, right. you know? It's, oh, my God. Even just the other day, I was down speaking with, uh, visiting with my friend Jessica, and I was talking to somebody, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, my wife, blah, blah, blah. And she said, I'm sorry, wait, you're what? And I said, my my wife, you know, like mm-hmm. female partner that mm-hmm. I'm married to. Right. She was like, oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh. Okay. like, yeah, okay. because, you know, because, I, because apparently that's your worth as a woman. Right. Is whether or not you can go ahead and service a man. Right. I, I didn't know I this. I mean, that's what know? I've always been told, so <laughs> I don't know. Well, you were born with all the right parts, <laughs> yeah. so you had the, like, you had the guidebook, didn't you? When you were, like, an infant, they give you the guidebook, and they're like, study mm-hmm. this. This is how you... Yes curl your hair this is how you you know put on mascara right i mean that's why i must smudge my mascara almost every time that i go ahead and put it on because i didn't have the guidebook when i was an infant (laughs) i still smudge it (laughs) did we ever actually did you answer because i didn't answer what does cis actually mean um no okay so you want me to answer cis is non-trans right cis i think the root of cis is the same right i don't know same. i don't know what the root is oh right you're a math you're not teacher. asking me what the square root <laughs> of cis is teacher. i mean if you ask me what the square root of cis is maybe i can come up with an answer the square root of cis that must be <laughs> four, <laughs> four. <laughs> so yeah so i think cis means the same whereas trans means the opposite okay so there you let's go let's go ahead and go with that there you go Latin. sure Okay. It's Latin. Did you study Latin? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really good at English. <laughs> Corollary question is, you know, so what's the difference between sex and gender? 
And why does it mm. matter so much? That's what we were just talking about. Yeah, right? we were basically yeah. just going ahead and saying that. Mm-hmm. That there is that distinction between sex and, and gender. Yeah. So, what did I hear some, somebody go ahead and say, like, gender is like what you personally identify as, and sex is who you choose to go to bed with? Yeah, so gender is who you go to bed as. Okay, that's what it is. Sex is who you go to bed with. Yeah. 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 But now they're also kind of changing that term to sex to mean the parts you have which i don't i don't like it just gets too confusing i think so like when i do trainings and stuff i skip that part so wait a second so as a trans woman i'm supposed to go ahead and sit there and say well here's how i identify Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as that i identify as a transgender woman who has the sex of a man (laughs) who has a I guess. That's what I'm know. supposed to say. I don't know. They do this like gingerbread person. Have you seen that? I have seen the gingerbread person, and there's controversy surrounding the gingerbread person. I don't person. like the gingerbread person. I don't know. I don't know about the gingerbread person so much. I heard that the person that went ahead and did it was actually cis. He went ahead and read it and then was trying to go around and like try to market themselves as a trans person and a trans speaker and speaking on trans issues. Serious? That's what I heard. Huh. Once upon a time and that they stole kind of the idea from Uh somebody else and then created the gingerbread person or whatever and then were trying to go around and market themselves as a transgender speaker. Oh. I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, I got to look that up now. But why don't you like the gingerbread person? Because it's hard for me because there was another graphic before the gingerbread person that I would use but it's like got lines on it like and it has gender oh, and it. sex and what else I don't know expression Some, right like all these yeah, different right. factors that go into yeah. who you are as a person right and there's like three lines under each one and and you're supposed to explain how like you've everybody falls differently on those lines oh, okay but it's not that easy mm. it's not like cut cut and dry <laughs> it's um i don't know i just don't like it and yeah, uh, and then i believe that's the one that refers to sex as your biology which i, I don't think that's your should biology be, yeah i don't think it should i'm gonna look it up right now because i might be talking out of my ass but i don't think i am well, uh, um sex is that way because i had it very clear and uh, that saying like it is very clear right Gender is who you go to bed as. Mm-hmm. Sex is who you go to bed with. Yeah. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. And now they got to confuse it all again. I look at it as, you know, it's like, what, from a language perspective, that it's like gender would be, what would it be? Gender would be the noun, whereas sex would be the verb. Mm, yeah, that's good too. But people... But people are like, what's a verb? Well, yes, people don't understand <laughs> what a verb is at all. But they do refer to sex as a... Now, so verb, mm-hmm. I'm not really good on my language arts because, again, I'm a math teacher. Right. However, I did grow up with Mad Libs. Mad Libs, I yeah. love Mad Libs. And so a noun, a uh, person, place, or thing. There's there's your standard thing for a noun, person, place, or thing. Mm-hmm. And, then, right. and my wife would be so upset because there's like two other things that go along with right. that or whatever. Because she's right? an English teacher. Yeah, um, and then a verb, action word. Right. Okay, there so then a person, place, or thing. So if you're talking about gender, then we're talking about, you know, what, you know, noun. Right. Um, is, is that person. What identifier is, is that person. But when we're talking about sex, we're talking about an action. So to have sex. Right. That's the way that I personally that, go ahead and look at it. Exactly. And so, I don't know. There's lots of confusion, I think, because lots of legal documents don't go ahead and use gender. Right. They use sex, um, oh, you know, for right. it. Um, I think that that's what our driver's licenses said at one point, didn't I, they? Didn't they yeah. say sex? They did they say they, sex. Do they still say sex? I think so. 
I think they do. Oh, I think that's right because I think that's the joke is that because now mine, now mine's an no. F. Yeah. I failed F. sex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I pulled up the gingerbread person, and it does have a couple different sidebars to kind of explain this. And one's gender identity. There's a line for womanness. There's a line for manness. That's great. Oh. And then gender expression, and then biological sex. So they do put it on here. Now they have on the bottom, they have sexually attracted to nobody or women, men, two lines for that. Romantically attracted to men and women. I don't know. I think it's just, it's confusing. It could be a lot. It could be a lot clearer and more plain English. I think it's really tough, though, to go ahead and to try to, you know, conceptualize what it is to be trans um, <coughs> to somebody who is not trans. Absolutely. Um, it's really, really hard to go ahead and to, to picture. It's like, even with my wife, and I, we've been together mm-hmm. for 30 years, 32 years, like, the biggest thing that, sh- that I see between the two of us and that she sees as well is that I'm just obsessed with gender. Like, everything comes down to gender. Everything's boiled down to gender. I see everything in terms of gender. And she's like, what are you doing? You know, what is going on, you know, with you? And I'm like, Uh well, this is just kind of how I view the world. Because to me, gender is really, really important. It's super important. It's super, super important. So to somebody who's not transgender... Typically, gender tends to be something that you don't ever really you think about. Think. Yeah, you know, you think about maybe sex. You think about who you're going to go ahead and have sex with. Right. You know, but you typically don't think about what gender, gender. Yeah. you are. You don't, you don't ponder. Have any reason to. You know, and you don't see it in society. Yeah. You don't see it in this place and that place where it comes How out. How entrenched you know. our society is yeah. in gender roles. And mm-hmm. okay, so uh, we're supposed to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Wrapped because up, apparently then, so, somewhere within this is supposed to be something that's like editable and right. like some glorious like right. podcast magic. Right. Not right? just us talking for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, <laughs> that was our first episode of yeah. Transistor Radio. And I think it was pretty awesome. I think it was too. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. I had fun. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed yourself listening to us. Yep. (laughs) Thanks. Better have. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, spread the word. (laughs) I like that. (laughs)